Hawks fans, we're back. Another episode of Members Only ATL, the only Hawks fan podcast true to Atlanta. And the Hawks came away with a pretty big one last night in Chicago. 119-114, to your final score. The Hawks were shooting just under 52% from the field and just under 57% from three, 84% from the line. Now those are numbers. Hawks played a pretty good game last night. The only problems they had were against Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler, who combined 73 points. 73 points of their 114. Like I said, the Hawks didn't play that bad of a game. They just got behind. They were behind 10, 9 points for the most of the game. And then mounted a a pretty amazing comeback. You know, Paul Millsap struggled early. Dennis had four fouls at the start of the third quarter. Hawks were down 10 with three minutes to go. That is until Paul Millsap, Dennis Schroeder, and Tim Hardaway Jr. hit back-to-back-to-back threes in just under a minute. Getting the lead down to one point for Chicago until got him Dennis Schroeder with the go-ahead layup. Have I mentioned that I can't stand Robin Lopez? If you've ever seen me watch a Bulls game, you would know. The guy looks like Animal from the Muppets, man. All he does is complain. He's not even that good. Certainly not as good as his brother. Had two points and six rebounds last night. The Bulls, man... The Bulls are imploding. They've got issues. Rajon Rondo played nine minutes, came off the bench. He's been coming off the bench, in case you didn't know. Three points, three assists, and a rebound last night. Like I said, Wade and Butler carried this game for Chicago, and uh, they had some some pretty some pretty heavy remarks after the game, basically saying that no one else on the team has heart or desire or wants to step up or play as hard as them. You know, I'd be pissed too if I had to score, you know, over half of our points. Back to your Hawks though. Paul Millsap, 21 points. He was 8 for 14, 6 rebounds, couple assists and a block. Like I said, it took him about to the second half to hit the double digit mark, but once he turned on the gas, he didn't let up and he never does. Kim Bazemore, another good game from Bays, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists a steal, and three blocks. And hopefully you guys caught the post-game interview that Olivia Harlan did with Dwight Howard and Dennis Schroeder. Little Bay's gaze action and uh, some uh, some other things I won't mention here. But I retweeted the footage of it. If you get a chance, check it out on my Twitter. Tabo was getting it done. 18 points, 3 for 4 from 3. 3 rebounds and a steal. Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench. Back in action. 17 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists. Dwight Howard, the double-double machine, 16 points, 12 rebounds. He also had a steal and a block, pretty big block. Dennis Schroeder, you know, we talked about Dennis getting better and better, and it continues. Last night he had 24 points, 9 assists, a steal, and 2 rebounds. A little bit concerned that Malcolm Delaney didn't get some more time. He only played 18 minutes, especially with Dennis's foul trouble. You know, all of our starters played upwards of 30 minutes, and the way their schedule's going, they're eventually going to burn out if they're not too careful about rest. But you know, our guys go, and they go hard. So, I mean, as long as they're going to keep the momentum up, I, I say go for it. Chris Humphreys played 13 minutes, 2 points, 5 rebounds, and a steal. Humphreys playing 13 minutes in a game where he probably could have handled Lopez a little bit more, but, you know, Dwight got a lot more minutes. And, you know, that's just the way it went. Prince and Bimbry didn't play last night. Mike Dunleavy, six minutes, three points, and a rebound. Still like to see a little bit more from Dunleavy. He's obviously still learning the system and getting things under control. He still looks, I won't say lost, but he still looks like he still looks like he's, uh, he's learning. Gary Neal also didn't play last night. And if I'm not mistaken, he's got one game left, which will be this Friday at Phillips Arena against the Wizards. Mike Scott watch, 2017. Mike Scott didn't play either. 
And there was actually one moment towards the end of the game when the Hawks were rallying and making that epic comeback. You know, they showed the bench and everyone was standing on the bench. Except for Mike Scott, he looked pretty sad. I'm going to chalk that up to him not getting to play, but you know... The few times he's been put in for the few minutes he's had, he just really hasn't been producing. Around the league, Cleveland and Toronto both lost last night. Boston did win, so we're a half a game behind Boston for third place, and we're four games from first place in the East. So your Hawks have been doing work, guys. It's exciting to watch. Last night, you never... I've said it two dozen times. You never give up on these Hawks, man. Down by 10 with three minutes to go. They turn it around. They win by five. And this Friday, like I said, we've got the Washington Wizards coming into town. And that's a, that's a pretty important game. Like I said, the Wizards have been winning a lot. They're moving up in the standings, and they're right behind us in the playoff race. Looking to take our spot. So we got to defend that spot and keep climbing. So let's get it done this Friday. Don't forget, please subscribe if you haven't subscribed. I've said it too many times. But when you subscribe, it goes right into your preferred device. You don't even have to download it. It's just there. Also, rate and review on iTunes if you get a chance, please. Tell a friend. Follow us on Twitter, at ATLMembersOnly. My personal Twitter, at Burnside, B-Y-R-N-S-I-D-E. And as always, let's go Hawks.